Welcome all to the Daily Crawl podcast. There are a lot of podcasts talking about life hacking, extreme productivity, and outstanding leadership. This is not one of those podcasts. I'm Carl, and I've worked for years in various office environments. And my name is Courtney, and I've worked at a lot of companies. Carl and I have worked together and crossed paths for many years. Our goal for the show is strictly to share stories that we either were directly involved in or witnessed unfold in some manner. All right, let's get into it. The Daily Crawl. Okay, Courtney, I see today's topic is abs of steel. Um, I'm interested to hear how this plays into the work environment. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> okay, man. So, so here we go. Let me, let me kind of, I think what's really important on this one is the setting and kind of to know kind of the time, because, cause that's going to make the rest of this kind of fall into place. Cause anybody who hasn't been, what wasn't around in the nineties tech startup will, will absolutely not understand how this could possibly happen. So, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was a crazy time of, um, a lot of money, a lot of uh, experimentation, a lot of people that were really smart and capable in positions of uh, leadership, but a lot of people that maybe sort of, uh, I don't know, t in today's world wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily be in positions of leadership or it's just a wild time. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is a nineties tech startup. And it's, and, and one thing that's important is that it's like a kind of a total boys club environment and not because anybody was excluding women. It's just because at the time there really weren't that many women doing anything in tech. Right. So you basically had this environment with all these basically all guys working long hours and they would have stuff like at this place, you know, free food, free alcohol. Uh, uh, let me give you an example. The vending machine had beer in it instead of you know, Coke or Pepsi or whatever, mm, okay. almost complete independence. And man, there was a lot of poor judgment. So, so, <laughs> yeah. and, and I, I'm going to actually, to, to kind of go into that, the, the players here is there, there's me, of course I work there. There's, there's John, who's a workout guy. Uh, and then there's Bill who, who is going to be one of the actors, uh, another, another workout guy. And and then just this large crowd, frankly, of impulse control challenged twenty something year old guys. So so there's where the extremely poor judgment comes into play, right? Okay. Alcohol, alone, late night. Uh, and, but, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and just I mean, just to just to maybe replay this. This is at a work environment, a tech startup. So this is a, a technology company. Yeah, right on, a software company. Right. Software. So, so yeah. writing software. Right. Okay. So, so at this company, uh, there was like this tradition, right? Cause we always worked long hours. So one of the perks that kept everybody feeling good was they catered 
they cater dinner, right? So we would get to pick uh, some restaurant we all like to eat at. They would cater the meal and they would lay it all out in this in this in the game room of our company. And, and this will kind of give you even more framework. So there's like a pool t- pool table in here, foosball table, the uh, aforementioned vending machine <laughs> stocked with beer, and, and and a full video arcade. And I don't mean like like a bunch of whatever Nintendos or places. I'm talking stand-up video games, right? Like coin-op games that were just loaded with free credits. Okay, so that's so that's that's this game room, and it's just kind of a big room. Yeah, and by the way, this this um, to some listeners, this this may not be surprising at all. To some, it may sound unique, and at the time, um, I mean, I. I I think your environment may be unique, but it, this wasn't uncommon. If you went to, uh, you know, hubs of technology at the time, there were many companies like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that set up with a game room and catering dinner and long hours. I mean, that, that was pretty, that pretty was pretty common. common. I think different segments of that software market, you know, some were a little more straight laced. This one wasn't, you know, yeah. uh, and it was kind of part of the demeanor to not be straight laced. Like, you know, don't be a square environment. And, and another thing that I think nowadays people would be shocked by is like, man, in the old days, you had to work really long hours. So when you would build your, I mean, you would sleep at work sometimes, man. And if you, yeah. you built your software, you know, you had to create a build, right? And it, it, man, it took, it took a lot of time. And then you had to burn it to a CD and verify it again before you could like make copies. And I mean, nowadays, of course, it, it doesn't work that way. But it kind of sets yeah. the stage for why there's all these people up there really late all the time and like, you know, eating and just hanging around each other all day. So while something like this is going on, there's nothing to do, okay, except hang around, eat this food, drink some beer. Not exciting. So this is typically the time frame at this particular place when, when sad things happened. Uh, <laughs> and, and that is what we're going to explore today. So, okay, so here we got John. He, John's a total specimen. Jim Rat through and through, 90s. Jim Rat loved to talk about back day and leg day. And, and, and in the 90s, man, people who really, fitness wasn't quite the same as it as it is now, right? It, it was, it was kind of maybe more showy or something. I don't know how to explain it, but you know, anyway, uh, he, very, it, it very was much. definitely, yeah, it was definitely different. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so he's in there and he's doing his thing and we're all eating and we're drinking and we're just talking smack. Right. Like I said, just got a bunch of guys sitting around the table, you know, talking about whatever stupid kind of stuff, right. We'd be talking about, so I, I don't remember how, but what comes up is suddenly the topic of like, you know, how hard of a blow could a really ripped person absorb to mm. their abdomen? And man, this topic got hot. I mean, people were, you know, mm. dubious facts were slung everywhere. More dubious challenges to those dubious facts were thrown back. And by the way, to, to, to really set this, this is like pre- Google. Okay. So you don't just get online, man, and just suddenly look, instantly look up this data. So as these facts are going around, I mean, some of them, you know, some of them probably have some basis <laughs> yeah. in science and some are do just total BS, man. I mean, yeah, there's no WebMD to go confirm anything. Somebody kind of remembering something they may have heard and then reinterpreted. 
Oh, exactly, man. There's just all this hearsay, right? So, so, so this is all going on, and and then it was sort of subtle, but as it tended to happen here, an idea kind of started to form, right? That that we what we needed was an experiment, you know, to to kind of vet this out. Mm, so so here, yeah, man, it all it all really goes down here hill from here. And here's where the poor judgment knob <laughs> goes to 11. So, so man, we actually, I don't remember who, but someone's like, okay, we're, we got an idea, man. And we had this idea to test the power of someone's abs versus an inanimate object. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of the start of it. So okay. John, okay. So here we go, man. John, the gym rat, he jumps up, man. And he says, I remember this. You know, my abs are strong enough to withstand a direct hit from a baseball bat. Okay. So, so there's the bar. Okay. I mean, right off the bat, John has set what we now as adults would certainly think of as a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Yeah. I mean, so I'm assuming John, you know, he's a gym rat. I'm assuming he's got ripped abs and all that kind of stuff. He's proud of it. So absolutely. Yeah. He, I mean, the whole thing is going, he's showing them. Uh, we're, and I'm mean, keep in mind, man. I mean, we're, uh, I mean, everybody's drinking. I'm not saying everybody's hammered, but you know what yeah. I'm saying, man? The, well, yeah. The buzz and, and poor judgment, right. Is, is, is in full play. Right. Well, if you have a bunch of 20 year olds that spend all day and all evening together every day, and there's yeah. some downtime where you're doing like a batch job or to your point, you're, 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 <laughs> yeah. you're compiling software or whatever. And you have these moments. It's kind of like being in a dorm where people are bored and they're looking for things to do. Um, not that they, they don't have other things to do, but they just they 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 have those breaks where they're just tomfoolery. It, it, that's exact. That's a great way to describe it. It's exactly like that. We all know each other. And and as weird as the story is going to come out, and you won't be shocked, we we trust each other. Okay, so yeah, that'll be shocking in a moment. But but so basically, he says, "Oh yeah, I can take a direct hit from a baseball bat." You know, so immediately we're looking, but we can't find a baseball bat. Okay, like nowhere. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this, this is how it happened. Like this quick, I couldn't find a baseball bat. But then we're like, "Oh well, man, we have." you know, the pool table and the pool balls, right? You, I mean, you know, a pool ball, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. And that was it, man. Then the plan was set. John's like, I'm ready to go. So, so <laughs> John's like, okay, John's going to stand at one side of the room while Bill, an, another really buff person, okay, like works out, very strong, has decided he's going to hurl a pool ball okay. at <laughs> John's stomach as hard as he can. And and I don't know, I don't remember exactly, but I mean, let's say it's like it's like twenty feet. I mean, I don't know exactly, but yeah, you get the idea, right? It's a larger room, and and so so this so like that's it. John's like, yeah, man, you're gonna do it, and Bill's like, I got it, I'll I'll throw it. So, all right, so I mean, obviously, you can see a a, a lot of problems. Of course, we didn't see. Yeah, but I can also see a crowd, and I don't know how many people were there, but it does. It, I can also see a crowd of people really getting into this and wanting wanting to see how this plays out. Yeah, right on. So, I mean, obviously, throwing a pool ball at any part of anyone's body is a bad idea, right? I sure. mean, I mean, now you think about it, you're like, oh my gosh, right? And by the way, it's best, a horrible idea. It's a horrible idea. And by the way, best case is he hits the abs, okay? Because 
any other area that gets hit by a pool ball, man, I mean, you, you've, you've, you've got assured trauma. Okay. So especially if the other person, I mean, it probably doesn't matter who, but if the other person's like a, a guy in their twenties, who's also athletic and strong, he's going to get <laughs> some velocity on that pool ball. And, uh, this will probably be his first time hurling a pool ball at a high velocity. So his accuracy is probably not going to be great. And we're drinking. So, and so drinking. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like I said, not hammered. I mean, no one would get drunk, right? But everybody's giddy at the very least. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the next step, which always happened when, when, I don't know, man, we decided to do some kind of feat of strength or whatever you want to call this, man, everybody starts betting, right? So, so everybody is mm-hmm. like, okay, man, I'm going to put, and it's usually like five bucks, right? Five bucks says, <laughs> I don't know, man. John, John's going to walk away from this. Five bucks says he he's, he's not. You know. Yeah, I mean that that what's interesting about this is is one of the outcomes is John proves that he has abs of steel <laughs> and that he can take a very strong blow with a completely solid ball thrown yeah, yeah. whatever miles per hour get probably get some good velocity, or he ends up being quite hurt in some, you know, to some degree. So that's, that's a fun thing to bet on. Like your yeah, worker is either going to be okay or going to end up yeah. in the hospital. And, and uh, yeah, absolutely. And again, I mean, unless you like were in the industry back in this time, like nowadays you could never imagine this happening at work. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what, you know, so, so I will admit there was like a moment, right. When Bill was like really winding back for this throw when I did have a moment of like, should we stop this? But, but man, it, it was so fast. I, it just danced off my mind. Right. So, so Bill winds back. I mean, and man, he hurls this pool ball. All right. So here's the miraculous part. It, it, it does actually strike John in the abdomen. Okay. okay. So, so that was a success. <laughs> okay. However, it was immediately apparent by John's scream. His abs were not oh. able to take the pool ball, right? Oh, yeah. Um, right away, right? We knew, like, okay, you know, John, you know, John, John, John can't take this pool ball. Now, the here's the thing, though. So as he continued to scream and started to vomit, okay, we realized, okay, okay, we're we're gonna need professional help, right? So, 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 so imagine, imagine this, okay. Uh, I don't know, let's say there's 10, maybe 12, <laughs> 20-something-year-old guys. So, some, by the way, not even 21. M- most were, but some weren't. A little buzzed. And uh, they're at work, and they've thrown a pool ball at someone, and he's writhing on the ground, screaming and vomiting. So we, oh. uh, we, ca- so we called an ambulance <laughs> to <Okay>. work. <laughs> and so, so, man, like, like within 30 minutes, you know, John's in the ambulance. The two most legitimate people present at the office at the time head off to the hospital with them. Right. So, so man, we're all kind of cruising around work trying to think like, okay, you know, we're kind of trying to clean the crime scene up, if you will, the vomit and everything. And we're like, okay, you know, undoubtedly there's going to be a conversation with management about this. Right. So, so anyway, we get the call. Turns out he's just got really severe bruising. Nothing was ruptured because that was what they thought, oh man, that gosh, someone had yeah. ruptured. So, sure. I, man, I don't know if you know this, man, but you know Houdini died because someone punched him in the stomach. 
and like, yeah. and like, so I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. So, well, I mean, by the way, Houdini touted the fact that he had a really strong stomach and he would challenge people to hit yes. his stomach, but somebody did that when he wasn't ready, when he, he hadn't braced himself. That's right. And, and that's, yeah. And that's, it, it, it is sort of weird that he would challenge people to punch him in the stomach. That's a little bit odd, but it, yeah, it, it, he wasn't prepared for it, I guess. So, so anyway, I mean, like, you know, now looking back, I mean, so anyway, he has this really bad bruise and we all got to check it out when he got back to work. So obviously there was a conversation. I mean, you know, uh, senior management knows an ambulance came to work and, 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 and obviously took John away. We had to like write all this up. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Cause I mean, it, it, yeah, from their perspective, I mean, and they, by the way, senior management, a lot of times is, um, you know, at these times, we're also, you know, just kind of wild entrepreneurial people. They could be a little bit nutty, too. But, I mean, they have serious money on the line if they've got that many people employed and customers and all that kind of stuff. There's there, there's ambulance shows up to work for uh, one of your employees. There's there's some risk that has to be understood there. Right. And so when I so you, you actually nailed a good point because senior management, actually, the seniors management thought it was hilarious. As long as John, you know, John was okay, right? So, mm -hmm. so it was all funny. However, our only HR person, and there was only one, right? Of course, being senior management, didn't think it was funny because, of course, they're an adult and uh, <laughs> thinking about this liability, right? So, so we kind of had this, like, uh, we had a meeting, and they're like, hey, you know, uh, you know you, you, we have to observe certain safety rules and all this stuff. So, so <laughs> in the end... Uh, I know this is just unimaginably hard to believe nowadays. The The result was there was a sign put up that said pool balls are only for the pool table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's that, the story, man. That's, I, that's the result is, is I, I like the way it also is, is general enough to where if you, if you guys had thought of other ways to use it besides hurling it at somebody's stomach. Yeah. It, it was like, you know, don't throw the pool balls. Well, wait a second. We can't say that because they might <laughs> find something else to do with them. Yeah. So the pool balls are only for the pool table. And the conversation we had with the HR person, I mean, I don't remember the whole thing, but I remember she was like, you know, um, she asked us at what, you know, at any point did we, you know, of course, I mean, did, you know, did we understand the dangers involved? Of course, we were, I mean, at the time we were like, well, I mean, I don't know, I guess so. But like John agreed to do it. You know, she's like, right. you know, you know what I'm saying? She's like, well, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, that, that, that's not the point. Right. You know I mean? Uh, you shouldn't let John do it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you shouldn't throw, you know, yeah, you shouldn't throw, uh, John agrees to do it. Somebody shouldn't throw, uh, basically a lethal object as hard <laughs> as I can yeah. at him. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, now, like, like I said, I'm, uh, you know, being a, a real adult, if you will. I look back and I think, man, I'm, I mean, imagine if that ball clipped him in the face and, like, I don't know, busted oh, his man. nose or, yeah, I mean, or, 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 yeah, that could easily happen. But also a rib. I mean, a, a rib sure. could easily happen. <laughs> Crack his easily. sternum and and. I, 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 like I said, I mean, I look back and I, I, I can remember just being real casual about it, getting kind of excited, frankly. We were like, man, this is awesome, dude. Let's see. Let's, man, John claims he's that, his abs are that hard. 
this but, is a perfect test. It's perfectly sure. legitimate to hurl. Totally makes sense. We don't have a bat. What else can we find? <laughs> exactly. And that was the thing. When he said the bat, we were like there. And I mean, I remember people were like, well, pull cue, like a cue stick, right? But they're like, man, that's not nearly a bat. Sure. <laughs> I mean, we had a whole conversation about like, you know, man, it's not it. You know, it's not the thing. <laughs> and we're going around trying to look in for a, you know, bat replacement. You know, I do like the fact that, um, there were a couple people that were considered maybe slightly more responsible. Like I love in those, <laughs> in those situations where, and it just, it seems more like a college uh, type situation or maybe a high school situation where, mm -hmm. where something bad happens and it's always like clear and there's, it's almost assumed like there's probably not a lot of discussion, like out of a, a group of people like that, like who's, who's more responsible? Like, okay, Hey, you know, yeah, Steve, Steve and Andy should should go because everybody knows oh. that they're the most level headed, right? Oh yeah, I mean, there you 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 nailed it. I mean that that is true. I mean, as soon as we realized, you know, we're calling the ambulance, there was actually even when it came to calling the ambulance, immediately the there there were there were like the two people, right? I mean, everybody kind of knew they 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 um, <laughs> you know they were probably hesitant participants to be honest the whole time, but we're just kind of hanging out. Yeah. There was no question. I mean, who needed to be like down there and like, and like, cause of course you got to explain what happened and, and you know, that's gotta be done carefully. Right. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Right. You, 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 you don't, you don't want to draw unnecessary attention to the overall scenario occurring at, at, at work. Right. Um, so you had to pick two people who, Man, they 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 were ready. They were ready to um, tell the right story. Let me say it yeah. that way. Called the ambulance, reported the accident. You know, even that required. You know, the 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 fix starts right there, right? I mean, the whole plan starts with that phone call because you either have Bill assaulted someone with a pool ball or a slightly different story, right? Where yeah, people were or, or some kind of weird accident. Exactly. Right. And then when you get to the hospital, doctors are clearly going to ask more specific questions, given the nature of the wound. You know what I mean? Now, let me ask you this. What was what was John's sort of takeaway? Like when he came back, did he uh, I'm just curious what his what his reflection on it was, which is just like, oh, man, that's that was too bad or. Was he upset about it, or I'm just curious what what his thought? No, 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 no reflection. Uh, the big thing he came back to show everybody his battle wound, right? Because his whole man, his whole stomach was just like a bruise, right? Yeah. So he's cruising around work, showing everybody that, um, talking about what we did, uh, <laughs> um, man. So like a little bit, uh, maybe proud, certainly amused. Yeah. So if you're asking, did he learn any kind of lesson? That's a solid no, right? <laughs> okay. It's a solid no. I mean, I think that's what you're asking. Yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> everyone got to find out. Man, he showed his stomach at a, a, a company meeting. <laughs> so no, there was no lesson learned by him and honestly by anybody else. <laughs> no, no lesson was learned at all. Maybe the HR person. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Pool balls are only for the pool table. Yes. Yeah. We did. She absolutely. She did not find it humorous at all. Yeah, that's a tough one. Where you're, you're, uh, her role of 
if you have a group of people that think this is a good idea, and by the way, the people senior to you think it's amusing, this 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 woman must have uh, must have had a stressful job on, oh. on a lot of levels. Oh man, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, given you know the nature of the podcast, I'm gonna tell you you know more. I have some more. Yeah, um, yeah. And and oh, I always. I mean, now, not then, I, I didn't care then, but now I look back and um, <laughs> I don't know, man, I, I, I don't know how she slept sometimes at night. I don't know why she kept the job because it wasn't even like it is now where now you have all this training and you know what I mean? You have yeah. to have this like super careful environment and all, all this, all this really, man, we, we, we were like man it was like neverland and <laughs> peter pan man we just ran around and oh man uh yeah no way <laughs> that Awful is job. awesome yeah i that that is awesome i i love that story that think that it just to get on the topic of abs of steel a feat of strength test is 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 awesome for work the work environment <laughs> yep there it is the 90s thank you for sharing you're welcome. Okay, now for some listener feedback. We heard uh, from a couple of listeners on episode 10, The Unsettling Interview. Dubbo61 writes, Good feedback for John about his choice of how to open an interview with his hobby. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Not sure how short someone else would have been to shut down the interview. Curiosity may have gotten the better of them. Life lesson, but did he understand your suggestions? As many don't, it seems. I'll be honest, man. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think he understood him at all. Uh, and I don't think he understood him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, I, yeah. I think somebody that's potentially that far off the mark, it may take them, um, yeah, it may take them time to to, to readjust if if they ever can. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you, but I, I still maintain that you uh, you did him a favor to at least maybe uh, jar him to. <laughs> we we start. can always hope, Matt. We can always hope. We can always hope. On the same episode. Spike from California writes in again. Thanks, Spike. Just listened to episode 10. Unlike the other episode where the person shared too much information in their interview, he's referring back to episode 7, the oversharing job applicant. John didn't do well from the very start. Then after the horrible start, he didn't save his too much information moment. For the end, he opened with it. I'm not familiar with that pastime. But was he spending all his time on a particular corner of the internet where that seemed so prevalent that he thought it was a good opener? <laughs> I don't and, know. Yeah. yeah, and Spike's, if you haven't heard that episode yet, Spike's referring to John's uh, obsession with uh, pregnant women. And Spike is, is, is mm -hmm. maybe uh, wondering if John spends, spends too much time in strange parts of the internet, which is possible. Likely. Yeah. Likely, yeah. He goes on the like, and even 
if your far-fetched attempts to have some sort of raffinalization, uh, why lead with that? The fact that he opened with that has to mean he believed it was something that would set him apart. How could he not know it set him apart in the worst way? I think Spike nails it. It's, it's, uh, it's poor judgment at, um, record levels. Uh, I think what it tells, I think it just further, Spike kind of nails it here. I think what it further says is I don't, I don't think he thought there was anything wrong with what he's doing. And that's why I don't think he learned a lesson. Right. I, I mean, I think that's the fact of it. While the rest of us were shocked, um, he, he just didn't, he didn't even looking at it through the same lens. Yeah. And, and I like the idea, you know, a lot of times uh, somebody that is talking about prospective career opportunities does try to set themselves apart. Uh, John did set himself apart very quickly, very effectively. He set himself apart. Yeah. As a pervert. Uh, Yeah. Just, um, yeah, just, uh, (laughs) (laughs) thank you, John, for making, for driving clarity to this conversation. We have enough information to proceed from here. Yeah, Uh, exactly. All right. Thank you, Debo 61 and Spike. Uh, keep the comments coming. If you didn't like this show, then we have more of the same in previous episodes and coming up on future ones. So join us next time for another story. If you have a topic or feedback you want to tell us about, send it to us at thedailycrawlfeedback at gmail.com. And please share the show with friends, maybe some coworkers. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher. We're told that helps to get the word out. And thanks for joining. Until next time. You are not alone. There's another story about John.